All right, guys. Welcome to Crossover. You guys can do a little snap. All right, awesome. You guys can try to fill up the first couple of rows. It'd be great. Just come. We have a special treat tonight. We have our very own Vanessa coming and bringing forth the word. If you can just come up here. Come on, let's give it up for Vanessa. Oh, I love this girl. She's my sister. Um, she's awesome, and everybody, she's worked very hard, you know, and, and I know that she hears from God, so I'm just very excited to hear what the Lord uh, has to say through her. It's her first time, so we're very excited. So if you guys can just give it up for Vanessa, come on, and let's give her the respect. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Amen. Oh, God is so good. And worship was so beautiful today. Worship every day is beautiful. <laughs> Amen. Um, today, I want to speak on a subject that many churches don't touch on. Because, well, actually, some churches do, but a lot of churches avoid it because it offends people. We sing of your and people don't love, like to be offended. God. People we like to be told what their, what their ears are itching to hear. They like to be told that everything's going to be okay, that, you know, they're going to go to heaven, even though they're living like they're on the highway to hell. Come on. And so today I'm going to open up in Matthew chapter 7. If you could turn there, if you have your Bibles. If you don't, that's okay. We'll have the projector up with the scriptures. And my message today is called Tree of Life. Matthew 7, starting in verse 15. I like the silence. It makes people think. Okay. So. Can you turn down the music? Please, please. <laughs> I know I know that um, a lot of people, they don't like the silence. But honestly, the silence does make you think. And even, I, I honestly, today, if you don't say amen, that's okay. Because you know what? I'd rather you think about what you say than say amen and not walk out of here living it. Okay. So, Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 and on. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do, not, do, do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruits. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Common sense, right? Every tree <clears throat> that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. I'm going to pause there. I'm going to pray. If you could, bow your heads and close your eyes. Heavenly Father, Lord, 
You are good, God, and you are beautiful, Lord Jesus. And, Lord, forgive anybody, Lord Jesus, that takes your name and calls themselves a Christian, Lord God, but bears bad fruit, Lord God. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord God, on the people that claim they love you, Jesus, but their life does not reflect it, God, and thus leading people astray to not believe in you, to think that you, Jesus, you who are perfect, are the ones to blame. Lord Jesus, have mercy. Lord God, I pray today that your word would pierce the hearts of every person in this place, Lord God, from those who are really living for you, Lord Jesus, to those, Lord God, who are not. Lord God, we receive your word today, Lord God. And we seek after your face today. And I claim, Lord God, that anyone who's been hurt by bad trees, Lord God, in their life, would come to you tonight, Lord God, and would forgive, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. Okay. I want to continue reading now. Verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons? And sorry, and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoer. How many in here can think of somebody in your life who they said they were a Christian or they said they knew the truth or even you yourself can admit at one point in your life that you said you were a Christian and that you were good but you weren't really living it. Can you lift your hands? Let's be honest in here. There's many people in this world who they, they say they know the truth but in reality... Their life don't show it. That's like saying, I know how to get to Wisconsin Dells, and then I take you to, like, Mexico or something. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say, oh, I know the truth. I know the way to freedom. But they're still in addictions. They're still in depression. They're still in sin. And they're not living free. So the scripture here is, is talking about tree and its fruit. A good tree and a bad tree, it uses common sense. Jesus always spoke in parables. He always spoke in a way that the people could understand. That's A parable is like an example, okay, in, in case you didn't know, but I know most of you do know. So a parable is an example. And so he uses the example of a tree and its fruit. And in different areas in the scripture, we see different examples of good fruit and bad fruit, the good and the bad. And whether or not you do believe in God, whether or not you, you claim to believe in Jesus or, you know, you don't, these are still good things and bad things. You'll agree regardless. You'll, you'll recognize the repercussions, the results of doing the bad things, and you acknowledge the good that comes from the good things. So today, I want to show you in the scripture examples 
of good and bad fruit. I want to also show you how Jesus is truly a good tree and that he's not a liar. And I know today that I could do nothing to convince anybody in this place to believe in God, but I know that the Spirit of God will show you just how the Spirit of God has shown me and has shown so many in this place. Amen? So if you would, turn with me to Galatians chapter 5. And once again, if not, amen for technology. But I do encourage you, when you come back and you don't have your Bibles, you can always bring your Bibles to use practice in searching through the Word. Galatians chapter 5, starting in verse 16. When you're there, say amen. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law talking about the Old Testament law. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, which is like another word for orgies. Idolatry, worshiping other gods. Witchcraft, that entails like tarot reading and fortune telling and all that. Hatred, y'all know what that is. Discord like causing fights among people and divisions and whatnot. And that goes along with the next ones to come. So jealousy, you know what that is, fits of rage, selfish ambition, which is like, oh, what I want to do is more important than what you want to do, and, you know, so on and so forth. And your, your dreams are bigger than your head and bigger than your love for others and God's plans. Um, where was I? Dissensions, again, that's like discord. Factions, that's like cliques, you know, like in the church when there's like people that are like over here, like, you know, yeah, that person is so dumb. Like, I don't know why they go to church. Thank God that's not here, like often. Praise the Lord. Amen? Seriously, seriously. Because that's in a lot of churches. And if you ever do that here, we'll correct you. Okay? We'll put you in your place. In your place. Okay? We don't want you making people think that that's how Jesus walks, because he doesn't. Okay, to continue. Envy, verse 21, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow. Now, I went over that list, and as I listed them, some of you here, or well, all of you should have looked at this list and look at yourself. Not, don't, because right now what we could very easily do is be like, oh, I know this person still smokes, you know, I know that this person's, oh, man, you know. And we could judge, and we could be like, oh, you know. 
But right now, as I read this and as I, as I teach you today, I really want you to take this message and apply it to yourself. Okay? Amen? Amen. <laughs> okay. So this right here, it's talking about the deeds of the flesh. It's talking about the bad. Okay. This is the perfect example of a bad tree. Do you see any of these things in Jesus? I would love any of you to raise your hand. Okay. Interesting. Now, what was in Jesus? Now, let's continue. Let's look at the fruit of the Spirit. Okay. Let's look at it. Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit, Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, Spirit that came through Jesus Christ when he died and resurrected, he left it inside of all of those who believe. This Spirit. When you call on the name of Jesus and believe, this is the Spirit. Okay. Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, which is humility, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. That's kind of deep. Not for those who probably heard it a million times, but it needs to be. Amen? This here is the fruit of Jesus, the fruit of the Spirit. This is the fruit of God's Spirit. This is exactly what Jesus was. If anyone in here has an example that they could disagree with, go ahead and raise your hand. I would love to see an example. Okay. Even in the Quran, like Muslims, they say that Jesus was perfect. Buddhists look up to Jesus and say he was a good man. People who are just kind of like aloof and are like, oh, religions are awesome. Oh. You know, these people even say Jesus is good. That he was a good man. That he was awesome. And they're right. He was a good man because he was God. Exactly. Because he was God. He was God in the flesh. He is the tree of life because in him, And through him, we can have these fruits of the Spirit. But the only way is if you have the Spirit. The only way we could have the Spirit is by believing in Jesus. In John 14, in the Bible, in the Gospel of John, it talks about Jesus Jesus was saying he was going to send a counselor, the Holy Spirit. To come. It, it hadn't come yet. The Holy Spirit had not come yet, like, to dwell inside of people. But he says, wait for it to come, the promise of the Holy Spirit. And when it comes upon you, the Holy Spirit will give you power. Acts 1.8, in case you need a reference. And this is the Spirit of God. This is how we get good fruit. This is good fruit. This is Jesus. Now, the thing is, is that many people say that Jesus was good. Muslims say that Jesus was perfect. A lot of religions say that Jesus is good and that Jesus is perfect and awesome and good and whatever. But they make him out to be a liar or some crazy person. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's either he was a liar, a crazy person, or he was telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? And, like, 
Jesus would have been pretty crazy to be like, I am the only way to the Father. That was not acceptable, especially since he was a Jew. And the Jews were like, that's a blasphemy. That's not, no, that's not right. Because the Jews were waiting for their coming king, but they weren't waiting for their coming king to say, I'm the son of God. So Jesus was pretty crazy for saying something that people were going to kill him for. You know, it's not like it was something you could just throw around like you do now in the streets, you know. And so Jesus, if he's a good man, if he's perfect, why would he lie? Now let me point out what he said. If you'd like, you could turn with me to John chapter 14. In verse 6, this is a very popular scripture. Jesus answered, well, here, let me read verse 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my father as well. From now on, you do, not, you do know him and have seen him. And he was talking about himself because he was saying, here I am pretty much. That's what he was saying. He was trying to make it plain to them. Like, hello. I haven't sinned. The only thing that people could say wrong against me is that I claim to be the son of man, son of God. <laughs> Whatever. So, so the point is, is that Jesus was good. And today this message is to the unbelievers, to those who don't believe in Jesus. And this message is also to those bad trees. So let's go back to Matthew chapter 7. Everybody turn to your neighbor and say, Jesus was a good tree. I heard people throwing in words in there that I didn't ask you to say. Mm. What is this? <laughs> Jesus was the bomb tree. Like, I'm hearing this over here. Like, the gangster tree. Hello. <laughs> He's good. He's the only one who's good. Amen. We're all sinners, and we all are lost without him. We all bore bad fruit. We are all sinners. We are all lost without him. We are all hypocrites without him, without his help, without his mercy, without his grace. And real quick, I want to bring up a topic on the subject of bad fruit and what bad fruit is. We talked about, you know, dissensions, discord, all, you know, debauchery, all that. Hatred. We talked about all the things of the flesh. But now I kind of want to focus on the beginning of that, that section of the scripture. We're talking about tree and its fruit. So in verse 18, I mean 15, it says, watch out for false prophets. Okay. So Jesus wasn't just talking about like some person, you know, sinning. It's not just that. He's specifically pointing out, and he's trying to warn you, Watch out for false prophets. Now, in the Old Testament, 
when there was always prophets at a certain point telling the people, the Jews, hey, this is going to happen. You have to stop sinning. You should turn to God. There was always people like that because the people were hard-headed and they couldn't hear God. We still can be that way. But these people were supposed to point to God and tell the truth. And the Old Testament says the way you know these prophets were from God was that what they said would happen. Okay? So there's a lot of people nowadays and that Jesus warned about even in his day. And I'm sure he was prophetically warning into now. He says, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. So false prophets, people who say, I know the truth. I know the way. I heard God. But then it doesn't happen, what they say. Who can, think, who can shout an example of a false prophet right now? Yeah, names. Who? Oprah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know she was all like, I feel God telling me something. I don't think I've ever seen her do that, but she is. Todd Bentley? I don't know. Jared? Come on, you have like all of them in your pocket. Like, oh, here they are. <laughs> I keep a pocket folder. Okay. What about the guys? Th- what about the guys that say they're Jesus? Uh huh. Okay. They say I am God. You know, and people will come to these people and they like worship the, this like person. And this guy's got like five girls on his left and right. Hey, I'm Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But there's no, there's the fruit of God is not in that. You know what I'm saying? Smoking and drinking, you know, pimp slapping the person in the church. Listen to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not Jesus. It's okay to laugh in church. Okay? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I got to be real here. There's false prophets. And this is why Jesus said, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Okay? So if you see somebody saying, oh, I know the truth, I know the way, I know the life, but then they're killing people, they're sleeping around with five other women, okay, maybe one other person. They obviously don't know exactly what they're doing. And they can't say that there's some prophet from God. They can't say, I could guide you if they're living in sin. Because you know what? Jesus was the good tree. He was the only one that was living perfect. And only through his spirit can anyone be a good tree and do the same. And when the spirit of God is living inside of you, when you accept Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, who died on the cross for man's sins, sickness, and sorrows, and who died, rose again to conquer all those things, it's when you accept him, when you believe in him and trust in him, not for what people portray him to be, not for the bad trees that are saying they know Jesus, but when you believe in him for who he was, is when the spirit of God will truly dwell in you. And he will change you tremendously. Amen. said a lot of words there. <laughs> had to breathe. <laughs> okay. So, false prophets. 
You know, the awesome thing about the Bible, I know, I know most of you in here have picked it up at least once or twice in your life, hopefully every day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and you realize that the Bible has a lot of prophecies that have happened. You'll be like, hey, that just happened. Hey, that, that, wow, you know how that happened. Even Jesus, the, the, okay, Jesus was prophesied about by the Jews, okay, for any of you who didn't know that. The Jews who realized he fulfilled the prophecies believe in him, and they became Christians back in the day, and now we're Christians, we're here, because we believe in Jesus. We believe he was that coming Messiah, even though there's Jews that are still waiting for the Messiah, okay. But um, these prophets prophesied about Jesus, and I'm going to give you just like a couple examples, and I'll just throw some scriptures out there if you're taking notes and you haven't found these already. But Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, if you could just put it up there, some of them. And there's so many of them. Honestly, there's like over 100 of them that there's like no way that anyone else could have fit the description. There's just no way. Like, they say the likelihood of even one of these prophecies being fulfilled is like one red quarter in all of Texas being covered in quarters. Like one red quarter in all of that, that's like one of those prophecies actually coming true. You finding that red quarter is like one of those prophecies coming true. Okay, so Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Say amen if you're there. Cool. For to us a child is born, and to us a son is given. Who was, what, what kind of person was born? A son. Okay, so a child, a son. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty, and Everlasting, and Prince of, Amen. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. And he will reign on David's throne. King David was the king of that day. Okay. And over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from the time on and. And, oh, okay. No wonder. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll help you. And forever. Okay. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. I hope most of you have your Bibles, because what if I was, like, lying up here? Then you guys would be all led astray. What if I was a false prophet? You know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, to us, a son is born. This was a prophecy of Jesus. Yet. To us, a son is born, a child is given, a child is given, a son is born. And hold on a second. He'll be called Mighty God. Okay. You you could say right now, like, well, there's plenty of sons out here born and stuff, and they say that they're Almighty God. Well, do they have the fruit? Only Jesus did. And by the way, your Muslim friends and everybody else agrees <laughs> that he has the fruit. So, and even if they didn't, it's right there in the Bible. Too many pages to make that up, in my opinion. But, so that's one example of a prophecy. I'll just do one more. 
It's okay, man. Just go to the next one. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, if you're taking notes, you have Bibles at home, and if you don't, it's on the Internet, BibleGateway.com. Look these up. Write them down if you're a skeptic. You know what I'm saying? Because it's there. You can find it yourself. You could Google list of prophecies in the Bible. You'll find a million different views on it. You know what I'm saying? But I know that they're talking about Jesus. So Psalm 22, this is a very popular one. And I remember when I first ran into this, Psalm 22, um, I, I blew my mind because no one told me about it. And I was like, whoa, that's Jesus. <laughs> Psalm 22, Psalm 22. You guys are going to remember that one. Psalm 22. Uh, okay. Okay, now I'm struggling to turn the pages over here. Okay, Psalm 22. If you're there, say amen. Okay, Psalm 22. I'm actually going to like skip through most of it, and you guys, if you're really honestly seeking the truth, you'll read the rest of it. So, Psalm 22, and I want to start in verse 16. Another prophecy. You see, King David, he had a heart after God. That's what the Bible says in other places, that he had a heart after God. And somebody who has a heart after God is not ashamed to worship God. And the book of Psalms is a book of worship, a book of song, like up here, song. And these are obviously translated into English from Hebrew and Aramaic and whatnot. And the New Testament in Greek, in case you didn't know that. Little little theology for you on the Bible. Um, but okay, so in verse 16, dogs have, have surrounded me. A band of evil men has encircled me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. But you, O oh Lord, be not far off. O oh, my strength, come quickly to help me. And I want to I wanna go back to the very beginning, to verse 1. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from the words of my groaning? Now here's proof of that prophecy being fulfilled. Turn with me to Matthew the very end of the tra- of the book and let's look at verse 45 the death of Jesus from the sixth hour until the ninth hour darkness came over all the land about the ninth hour Jesus cried out in a loud voice Eloi, Eloi, lama sebatechani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Okay, well, you know, okay, he said that. But hold on a second. The rest of that psalm said, they pierced his hands and feet. They also said, well, King David said, that they divided his clothing, cast lots for his clothing. And that's also found in this chapter. Let's find it. I lost it. Mm. There we go. Verse 35 of the same chapter. I'm sorry if I didn't tell you. Chapter 27, by the way. <laughs> sorry. Chapter 27. 
35. They had crucified him. They divided up his clothes by casting lots. I'm just going to continue a little bit. And sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. Two robbers were crucified with him. And I'll, I'll just stop there. There's a lot of good stuff in, in the Bible. I could keep going for hours and weeks and months. But we only have a couple hours, so I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> okay. So here, here's just, just an example of how Jesus fulfilled prophecies in the Bible, an example of true prophecy, prophecy that's fulfilled, prophecy that came true. And I could sit down and have theological arguments with everybody about different things, but afterwards. (laughs) Not right now. Okay. So, Jesus was who he said he was. Jesus said he was the way. Jesus was a good tree. I'm just rewinding, recapping for you all. Okay. And a false prophet is somebody who says something, or people say something about them, and it doesn't happen. Okay? So, sorry I'm making you turn everywhere. Matthew chapter 7 again. <laughs> Unless you know it by heart, but you know. Bless you. So, verse 15. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By the fruit, you will recognize them. So, clearly, the people in the Bible were not false false prophets. Because what they said happened. The things that Jesus warned about, warning about false prophets, and that even his disciples warned about, like for example, in 2 Peter chapter 2, even there, those prophecies are being fulfilled. And in Second Peter chapter two, you know, let's just turn there. Too. No, I'm joking. Okay, I'll wait till later. But even in Second Peter chapter two, it talks about false prophets. Now, it talks about people claiming that they know the way, but they're not proving it with their life. <laughs> Jesus. So today, as we've looked at these examples, and we've looked at the fruit, we recognize that, okay, good fruit only comes from the Spirit of God. I want you to analyze yourself. Can everybody just close your eyes and bow your head in this place? And respect to your left and right, you know what I'm saying? It's not about you. Well, it could be, but but just respect your sides. And I want you to recognize that Jesus was who he said he was and who others said he was because he was flawless. He was God. And the biggest sin, the unforgivable sin, is not believing in him. It's unforgivable because he was who he said he was. He was God. And we cannot turn our backs on the living God. Jesus Christ came down from his high throne in heaven, 
didn't have to come down to experience pain, didn't have to experience temptation, didn't have to experience being whipped innocently and being hung innocently, but he did. And he died for your sins and my sins. The Bible says that he took our sins upon him, that by his wounds we are healed. Hallelujah, Jesus. And tonight, God is calling out to you. And he's warning you about false prophets, and he's warning you not to be one. He's warning you not to lead others astray from Jesus, the true tree of life. Because from Jesus comes eternal life. Not only when you accept Jesus and have yourself as a tree, metaphorically, parabolically, you have yourself, you can have yourself rooted in Christ, the tree of life. Because let me tell you, Jesus, his fruit of life, wants to penetrate every heart in this world. And his fruit, when it lands in your heart, it births eternal life. Eternal life, forever life, forever freedom. I used to be dead on the inside from sin. And I know many of you in here are or have been. Dead on the inside from sin. Dead on the inside from the fruit of others bad fruit that led you astray. Fruit of hypocrisy. Fruit of hatred. Fruit of abuse. Fruit of molestation and rape and shame. Fruit of addiction that has been planted in your heart and birthed death. But Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus never left your side. Jesus never failed you. He never abandoned you. And when people were preaching to you about it, but they were living fake, it didn't mean that Jesus was wrong. It meant that they were. Jesus never changes. In Hebrews 13, it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change with every shifting doctrine. You can't tell somebody that Jesus was imperfect when he said, love your enemies. Who tells you that? What kind of doctrine from man is that? Doctrine of man says, hate, hate your enemies, kick them in the behind, whoop them, don't love them, don't forgive them, never mind them. You know what I'm saying? But Jesus said, love your enemies and bless those who persecute you. Jesus was whooped and bled and everything, and he said as he was dying on that cross, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they're doing. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they're doing. And today still, some in here with your sins, you crucify Jesus again in your life, in your mind, in your heart, and you trample his grace. Even though he's not the one who failed you. Father God, I just thank you for today, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for your eternal life, Lord God. I thank you, Jesus, that when I 
rejected you because of false prophets, people who lied, who were double-sided, fake Christians. Fake Christians, they're not really Christians, and they're just fake. But Lord, that did that in my life. I'm Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me, Lord, and for receiving me back. Thank you, Jesus, that when you were on that cross, Lord Jesus, you said in mercy, Lord, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. I did not know what I was doing, Jesus. And Lord, I know that right now the Holy Spirit, that anyone in this place can receive a relationship with you, Jesus Christ, through your Holy Spirit. That same Holy Spirit is knocking on the heart of every door in this place, Lord God. And it's nothing I could do, God. I'm imperfect, Lord God. I strive for holiness, and I fail, Lord God, but I get back up to please you, Lord God, just like many of the people in here, Lord God. Jesus, I know that your spirit, you, Jesus, are knocking on the hearts of every person here, Lord God. And I know, Lord Jesus, there's nothing I could do, Lord God, but I know, Jesus, you are the one touching hearts tonight. Hallelujah. Rachel, if you could get on the keys. Tonight, if you recognize that you've been rooted in sin, rooted in things that you know have been bringing you death and not life, and you want to know Jesus, not the people who said they believed in him, not in hypocrites, but you want to know Jesus, and you want to feel his love, Fill you on the inside. With every head still bowed and every eye still closed. I want you to lift your hands. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, for those who lift their hands, Lord God, who are not ashamed, God. If you know you messed up and you've had the tree of life planted in your heart, but you've turned away, you can lift your hands to God too. If you want to return back to Him, you know if you let Him go. If you know that you've lit the lies of false prophets deceive you. People who strayed away from the word of truth from Jesus and you've started to listen and it sounded kind of good and you're recognizing now that maybe you're just following your heart's desire and following what your tickling ears want to hear. Lift your hands to it. I'm going to pray for you. Jesus wants to heal you Jesus wants to forgive you. Jesus wants to set you free. Jesus wants to show you the way. He loves you. He loved you so much that even though you turned your back on him, he died for you. And even though you go after what your flesh desires, you keep eating that bad fruit. He still loves you, and he's still with his arms wide open. 
Jesus is calling you out to do. Just do it. Don't be ashamed. Don't care what anybody on your side thinks. Jesus, I want you. Jesus, I want to know you. Jesus, I need you. I love you. Jesus, help me, God. Help me to see you, God, because I haven't seen you my whole life. Lord God, when every person was turning their back on me, Lord God, Jesus, save me, Lord God. Save me from myself, Lord God. Just cry out to him from your heart. Just cry out to Jesus. It's not about man. It's not about how men have failed you before, because God will never fail you. Find the religious spirit in this place, Kinamase. In the name of Jesus Christ. Be real with God today. Father God, I pray, Lord, for those in here, Lord God, who've been hurt, God. By the lies of the devil through people who are fake. Lord God, I pray you mend every heart, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, for anyone in this place, Lord God, who have become fake and dead and have been rooted in evil, in the devil, Lord God, not rooted in you, Jesus. Lord, they don't want to be cut down and thrown into the fire, Lord. They heard your word because, Lord Jesus, bad trees lead others astray, Lord God. It, lead, it leads others to think that there is no God, but it's not the case. Lord God, they're crying out right now. Lord God, forgive them, Lord. If that's you, just say, Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me for having bad fruits. Forgive me for sitting against you and against my brothers, against my family, against my friends. God, forgive me. just sing 
one song as you guys continue to pray on your own. I just want you to get alone with God in your seats, in your minds, in your hearts.